We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Gaming, the only show on the internet that wants to know, are y'all gaming? I have a question. Uh, so my cab is actually playing sound because I was trying to get it to work earlier. Can you like hear it? Mm-hmm. Is it annoying? Not really. No, I okay. can't hear it at all. Good, good, good. Okay, that's what I was. I was worried about it because I was trying. I've got this issue with it where it's not saving console saves. I don't know. It's an issue. But welcome to y'all gaming. Let's find out who's big gaming. My name is Coney, and this is TK Breezy. How are you today? I am good. I am big chilling. You know what I'm saying? We just got finished playing a little bit. I, well, I hit rank that I, I hit the rank that I wanted to hit again in uh, in Rock League, which is plat. And then we play. We checked out the new character, and she seems pretty od. And then we played a little runes of Tassos, and that was fun too. And now we're here, hanging out with you guys, asking y'all, have y'all been gaming? So. And I hope the answer is yes. So. When you say you played the new character, do you mean Valorant? Yes, yes, yes. yes All right, yes. tell me about her because I've only seen the thing and I know she's the first thing on the topic. What's her deal? Like, what's what's her whole? Thing? She's a controller. Um, she has uh, a grab. She uses. She's like so. Basically, she's on like the star base system. Whatever you get, like five stars, you have to buy them though, right? Uh, and then you like basically like the way that it would explain to me or the way that I see how how it will go is at the beginning of the round. Before you even leave base, you're probably going to, like, jump to the sky and drop some stars, right? Uh I'm saying, because you want to drop some stars, like, choke points. You want to drop some stars in popular areas, whatever, whatever. And you can activate the stars, like, like, as long as you're looking at them, with uh, your other two abilities. So one of the activated abilities is uh, Gravity Well, which pulls people in. And as they're getting pulled in, they're vulnerable, so they take more damage. Uh, It's like a... I'm trying to think of how... 
Because you can still run out of it, but it's like it's definitely pulling you pretty. It's, you you okay. played rail, right? You I, played rail. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like a, it's like it's a gravity squeeze. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's the gravity squeeze, but it's, it's not like you're stuck in it. It's just like it's going to make it really hard for you to. Yeah, I, I, Dilly says like Horizon on uh, Apex. I'd say that's about uh, right, too. Gotcha. So you got that. Uh, the Her second one, it explodes and it concusses. So, you know, you got the concuss uh, sight and all that good stuff. And then her third one is she makes smokes uh, as well. So she has smokes, uh, concuss, and a gravity well. And her old one, she actually has, has the old is a big wall that you can't shoot through. And it also, like, stifles sound. So, like, you can basically use it to kind of, like, trick an approach and to kind of pop up through it. Okay. So you can't shoot through it with bullets but you can shoot through it with abilities so if like raise is there then she can shoot through it another another cool thing is that like if you're playing with against the sova and he does a little like uh scanning dart it the wall stops the scan so if you're on the other side of the wall it doesn't matter how close you are to the standard dart it still won't see you so hmm. that uh that character seems like she has a lot of stuff i haven't seen it in play yet obviously because i didn't get i really just like walked in and saw the uh and just looked at the abilities and watched the video whenever so i'm interested to see what it's like in play hopefully i don't know void decides to hop in there i don't know if he's a controller character like that though he's pretty much i think he's a duelist but i want to see someone uh play that character i do think that she has quite a bit i don't think it's a character for me though because i just like to flash everybody and then she yeah. has no flashes so she seems very yeah. complicated. Can other people see the things on the map? Like you could see the stars in front of you, right? It's not like you're just like you. They just pop. Yeah, no. Nah. Okay, I was gonna say. No, nah, no. Nah. Like you, you can see them on the map, but you can't destroy them. So like, uh, it almost is like you can use them to deter. Like, say you're on um, uh, I can't remember the name of the map, but with, with Seelong, and there's like that full line, the full hallway. Yeah. Say, yeah, say yeah. if you like look up that hallway and you see like three stars on the ground, you're gonna be like. No, I'm not going. Yeah, that, like, that, you know that, I mean? that's like, yeah. There's no way. But so she, like, she can only activate them if she sees them, though. It's not like she could just pop them at any time. Right, but gotcha, I think I'm bro. pretty sure you can get back into the air and activate them like that. Like, it's it's uh, uh when you when you go into her astral form, you can see the whole map. So that's like busted. I can either. Well, yeah, but you can die too. Like it's her her okay. body is still on the ground, so you can if you astral at the wrong time, someone can just kill you. Yeah. So. Uh, I think that's probably I think it's really interesting. It's kind of like got that Omen thing where Omen can warp everywhere, but at the same time, like if someone sees him, they can just stop the warp, or yeah. he'll just end up warping and dying or whatever. So pretty, uh, pretty cool character for sure. Uh, nice to get some more inclusion, obviously. With uh, but I don't think that um, I don't think Valor really suffers from an inclusion problem. They have a, a very like a lot of races in there already. <laughs> so you know, good stuff. But it's yeah. also nice to see that it feels very feels very. Black Pantherish, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, <laughs> just like well, the astral plane, you know, the Ghanaian princess, all that good stuff. So, yeah. But I, I, I'm interested to try to play the character. I don't think I would. I don't think I would do any good with it. But I'm gonna try it at least once. She looks neat. She looks very complicated. Like I said, I, I, I am not at the level where I can use a character like that. That and she's she sort of strikes me as a character that like you have to main. Like you have to right. play her with, which I think can be an issue in a game like this, because like you're not gonna get her all the time, um, right? Considering you know it's a pretty limited roster, so I, I hopefully she uh, she can shake some stuff up. I know that Yoru came out and nobody really cared, like he hasn't really done anything. So yeah, I think Yoru is kind of like I feel like that character is good, but I also feel like that character is for. That that character is for is for jet players, but jet players are just gonna play jet. Yeah, so yeah, <laughs> that's what I feel about Yoru. Is like, yeah, he's one of those characters. Like, all right, man, I can do it all for my team or whatever. But jet, like, 
seems to be able to do that whole like I can duel the entire team by myself a little better, so why not just play Jet? So every game I play has like an eighteen two Jet every single time, and I'm like, why yep. are you here? You know, yeah, we both know what you're doing. We know this is a spur. Please leave. Like I'm in bronze. Be nice. It's it's a yep. mess. Yep, yep, yep. See, for me, it's either Jet or a Rays player. Like always, the, the those two, those two are always going like you know fourteen two. Yeah. yeah but right. then like every Phoenix I play is always going two fourteen. So like, I feel like that's just a free win for me every time I see a Phoenix on the other team. I'm like, all right, that's the guy I'm going to be dueling all the time. Yeah, he's a new <laughs> trap character because like people see him and they're like, whoa, he's cool, and then they just play him only. So that he's yeah. uh, he's he's popular. Yeah. Yeah. So. That's the, that's the first thing. I mean, if you guys are playing Valorant, definitely check that out. Uh, very cool character. I do like the I do like games kind of updating their uh, characters anyway, um, or updating like so frequently lately. Almost yeah, all yeah, those yeah. shooting games I played have like a new character that is a uh, fun to try. Horizon was just kind of putting oh, few sorry actually was the last person putting the Apex Legends, mm. and now we got uh, now we got Astra doing it up as well so it's cool when um, games update that quickly because i know that the issue for a while especially like in games like apex was like there were no updates for so long so when it feels like you get yeah. a regular drip it's nice yeah 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 so uh up next though we will be talking about uh well actually you haven't talked you haven't played any of these games yet so i guess i'll just go into it I Rooms not, of, uh, Tassos. Runes of Tassos, we'll talk about that next. That is the uh, game I just got finished playing. I'm not done with it, obviously. It's another roguelike, a roguelite, if you will. Um, and it is very Zelda-inspired, but there's also some Stardew mechanics in it because you have to, like, you have to farm for, like, money every now and then. But it's, like, that's optional stuff. A lot of the other uh, stuff is mostly optional. It's basically just a Zelda uh, roguelike. And with some optional stuff that you can do on the side, you can build up your town and get some extra uh, optional quests. But basically... Uh, all it comes down to is that you're going to go into four dungeons eventually, beat four bosses, and then beat the last boss after you beat the four, uh, the four dungeons. And I'm two dungeons in right now. I have about 12 hours into the game. There's multiple classes and stuff, so if you are like if you like to shoot bow and arrows, play the ranger. If you like to p- cast more magic, play the mage. Uh, if you want to be super tanky and use your sword a lot, play the knight. And, or if you just want to do it all, then you can just play the hero. He's like right down the middle on stats. Um, very fun game. It's also got multiplayer. I haven't played multiplayer um with anyone yet because i don't really i don't think it needs multiplayer i just think that like it's nice to be included yeah. it's like four swords you know yeah that's what i'm looking like, at now i'm looking at it right yeah, now yeah. getting very like four swords vibe almost like sort of like a gauntlet thing too um yeah 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 yeah. it looks neat it looks a little simple though like what does it do that's different than other stuff does it have anything like I mean, I don't think it does anything different. I just think it's it's, it's a good game. Like, sometimes, like, I feel like the, when you can just take the formula and just, you know, polish it and make it look good, then it works out. It's very simple looking. Definitely just 8-bit game. But there's nothing that, uh, about it that's, like, super crazy for me that I'm like, wow, man, I wish that was in some other game that I play like that. It's just, it is a good game for what it's giving me. Uh, and I think it's only, like, $20, too, so... And if, since I've already put like twelve hours into it, I'm like I'm definitely gonna get my money's worth. Yeah, I think yeah. there's that's the thing about Team Seventeen though is that they don't really like innovate; they just make solid games yeah. based off of like things that are already there. Like Crown Trick, another good um, are uh, roguelike, but it's like more like a rogue, like the uh, uh, initial version of Rogues, which is like the turn based, like if you only move when I move type deal. Yeah, yeah. Um, Neon Abyss is another one. Monster Sanctuary was a monster collector, but it was also also Metrovania. They put yes. two things together, and that was a perfect game. 
Uh, so, I, you know, Team 17, they know what they're doing as far as, like, putting out games that are, are functional. That Worms Rumble game, haven't played it that much recently, but, you know, it served its purpose as a really good, like, arcade shooter, you know? So, yeah. Good job, good job Team 17. You haven't put out a bad game. You haven't put out anything super revolutionary, but no bad games. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm looking you know? through uh, sort of their catalog now. A lot of a lot of base hits from these guys. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, that's that's sort of what I'm noticing is that a lot of, like... A lot of nice hitters, but they need like they need that big bust out huge hit, and I, I I'm I'm excited to see. Hopefully they are able to do something with that. Actually, I don't know how to do that. Teams, dude, we were just talking about uh small teams. I I forgot to mention this. Mediatonic got bought by Epic. Did oh yeah, that? the uh, yeah I saw that, and yeah, then they were reading like there's no change for Fall Guys, but I'm thinking that like dude, the thing is, every time someone gets bought by Epic, I'm like, please tell me that means your server's about to go crazy. They better, but, like you know what I'm saying, like yep. you got bought by Epic, and they have you know they got the biggest game in the world or one of the biggest games in the world at yeah. all times, so you know their server's got to go crazy, which means like if you can even just get like a smidge of that server, that should make uh, Fall Guys a better play experience for all. But I I don't know, I think. Do you feel like this like leads into the fall guys that just get in the bag and leaving? Uh. Not anymore, actually. When, okay, when okay. the fact that Epic is picking them up makes me think that they're gonna have more I, I don't know if Epic is gonna give them resources to do more. Part of me is feeling like this is leaning into Fall Guys as like games as a service and then like future seasons will be even bigger. Like mm. season four actually looks kind of neat. I, I've been catching back up with it. I missed all of season three, and I feel like Fall Guys is a game that I might come back to every like, maybe like once every six months, and be like, oh my god, all this is different. Be surprised by the mini games. That sounds really fun. Um, sort of take it more casually, and maybe having Epic's backing will help them do that and make stuff more like unique, um, and and sort of scalable in the future. I think this is really cool. I want to tell you about Blue Wire Hustle, a brand new program where you can host your very own podcast here at Blue Wire. Hustle was created to give everyone the opportunity to take your podcast to the next level. Or if you want to host a podcast and just don't know where to start, Hustle is the perfect place for you. As part of the program, you'll receive personal cover art, Q&As with Blue Wire's top podcasters, access to our community. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. 
community Discord, and an e-learning course full of tips and tricks. And on top of that, we'll help you get your show pushed out to Apple, Spotify, Google, Stitcher, and all other listening platforms. And the best part is you can get all of this for only $15 a month, the same rate as any other hosting site would charge you just for the initial setup. So whether you're starting from scratch or have an existing show that you want to grow, Hustle is an open door to leveling up your sports experience. Acceptance into the program is limited, so get your application in today. To apply, go to bwhustle.com slash join. Check out the description box for this episode to find out more, but that's bwhustle.com. The economy is made up of real people doing real stuff, and it affects everything, which you obviously know since you're a real person doing real stuff. Marketplace is here to help you get smart about everything beyond the what of the day's business and economic news. We dig into the how and the why with the real people driving our economy. From big tech and interest rates to small businesses and what's happening at the Fed, Marketplace breaks it all down so you don't have to. Listen to Marketplace wherever you get your podcasts. Slash join. Jason Smith, Team 17 also made Going Under. There's another game I'm also playing really good. I like the that one uh, has good story and it's like, tongue-in-cheek humor because it's like talking about the going under is all about um tech co- fails tech companies it's a roguelike about that so like a lot of the conversation is like humor about like tech com- like the silicon valley and stuff yeah, yeah. That, that joint's pretty nice so uh i gotta get back into playing that one soon but i did i had this whole idea that late at some point in time i was gonna do like a sub like or a roguelike subathon yeah and uh, just play a bunch of roguelikes, and every like three cells will add another like run to the one that I'm on. So seems pretty fun. Uh, may not may not get any subs at all, but at least I'll show you like eight games, you know. <laughs> so, but um, but yeah, no. Um, going back to the topic, yeah, Runes Tassos. I, I just think that it's uh, it's a pretty solid game, especially for me as a Zelda fan. I'm gonna enjoy uh, that. I'm gonna enjoy that for sure. You know, that that's just a. Uh, that's just the type of games I like to play. I also am starting to realize that I actually like the 2D Zeldas lately more than the 3D Zeldas, except for, like, you know, Breath of the Wild and, yeah. like, Twilight Princess. But, like, it's just because there's such a change down the 3D Zelda that you're, like, wondering how, uh, you know, how that's going to play out in the future. So it's now there's, like, three different versions of those. 2D ones, old 3D ones, and now new 3D ones, which is open-world Zelda. And we're like, you know, how is that going to play out? And will this, will they ever go back to old 2D or old 3D? Or are they going to continue to do the new 3D rogue, uh, not rogue, like um, open world Zelda's? And I hope they do. I just, they need to do more with the overworld. That's kind of what I was thinking is like, I, I feel like the 3D Zelda's people like have more issue with, even if people think they're better. It's like 2D Zelda's are so consistent and they might do different mm-hmm. stuff, but they're, they're so similar all the way mm-hmm. through. So, like, I played Link's Awakening, and I really like that. Link to the Past is a lot similar to that. The Oracles games, like, I'm mm-hmm. I'm I'm starting to really like those. But like, Ocarina of Time is very different from Twilight Princess, which is very different from Skyward Sword, which is very like. I think there's a level to which the 2D games sort of offer you a very familiar thing. So I feel like people have. I don't know. I, I feel the same as you. I feel like I'm more down with that because I know what I'm getting. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 And like, I'm, I'm always going to be hyped for a Zelda game coming out, but like, you you know, sometimes you're... That swap from Twilight Princess to Skyward Sword is probably why I don't like Skyward Sword that much. <laughs> like, I just... Yeah. It was just... It, it almost made me feel like this was the first game they made. Like, 
Yeah. Uh, the, they were. I was talking to some of the uh, the Zeldathon people. They were like, the real issue with um, Skyward Sword, which is something I didn't even think about as I was playing it, was was how long the the tutorialization was, and it was like probably five hours too long. Like everything oh, that you Jesus. did in that game, there was like another tutorial. And I mean, and I was just like, oh my god! And <laughs> like, I played. I promise you, I have played Zelda before, sir. <laughs> like, I promise you, I have played a, just a game in general at this point in time. But yeah, it just took too long uh, for that. Once you kind of got to the swing of things, the other big issue was there's a lot of backtracking in that game. But I, I kind of feel like that's it, it was just the way that the game was made. There wasn't a lot of land to work with. Yeah. Um, seeing that it was like the origin story and like everything was in the sky, so. A lot of the times you would like go to the same area like two or three times for with a different ability to like traverse faster yeah. or further and like to do that once is fine but to do that like to every area a lot is that's it's it feels it feels lazy to me yeah so and and it doesn't yeah. feel good to the player like revisiting the same places over and over yeah it's uh it's frustrating yeah yeah so but anyway runes of tassos great game i i give it a nine out of ten uh, okay. If you're into if you're into that type, I'm still uh, playing it, so maybe my score could go down if like the ending sucks. <laughs> but as of right now, I'm having a great time playing it. So we're getting to our third topic. But before that, Coney. Before that, I have a very important message for all of you guys. Please, please enjoy this uh, this small word from one of our sponsors, real quick. Join Ignition Casino, your go-to destination for the best online poker, table games, progressive slots, and much more. Sign up with the promo code IGNITION777 and deposit using Bitcoin to get 25 free spins on 777 Deluxe. Oh, my mic was off. Big thank you to Ignition Casino for sponsoring Y'all Gaming. Okay, thank you guys very much. All right, final topic of the day. We're talking about Outriders, which we talked about last week, and we said, is it good? Now you've played it. Is it good? It is a solid eh. So experience. no, it's a no. It's not good. Okay, the issue, got it. Yeah. The, I think the real issue is that like it just did to me. Like it didn't do anything that Destiny is not doing already. Mm-hmm. So why? Unless I mean, like I'm not even really playing Destiny like that. But like if I'm going to hop back into one of these things, I would probably hop into Destiny just for the sheer amount of content that I know I can get into right now. I'm not yeah. saying I I didn't I didn't enjoy the little bit that I did play. I just it didn't capture me. I I felt like somewhat bored. I don't care about the story at all. Yeah. Uh so you know, like I just <laughs> I, I don't know, man. Mal- Malcolm really wanted to get me. He was like, "I'm downloading it. It's free. You should try it." I'm like, "It does not look good. We watched a stream of it." And I was like, Ugh, I don't know. And uh, yeah, I mean, I think I think for also, I just might I might not be a fan of looter shooters. Like, I think that just might not yeah, be a thing for yep. me because I didn't, you know, I never I didn't play Division like that. I didn't really play Destiny like that. Like, um, I'm just not, you know, just not into those uh, as much. I think just the progression. Like, when I want to shoot, I just want to shoot. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like it's that's why i like apex so much it's like yeah there's there's only so many guns okay like i already know what i'm doing with that find my favorite gun let's go shoot right but with looter shooters you gotta like think about everything i think about my armor i gotta think about if this gun better than this gun like what is the passive of this gun i gotta look into all that stuff and, and i just don't i just don't want to do that like you yeah sell your guns too and like i i like half of the the game or like maybe like 30 percent 40 percent of borderlands is like looking at your inventory like do i want to sell this thing it's weaker but it has this passive or it's a unique like some people get a lot of fun out of that i used to like it and now when i play i'm like you i'm like i don't 
Like, this is too much downtime. I just, I feel yeah. like games have sort of adapted beyond that, you know? Yeah. The only, I mean, I feel like it really depends on the type of game that I'm playing, too. Because, like, that downtime, I'm used to in a traditional RPG. Like, yeah. that's just what that is. But, like, in an action game, that, it feels, it's, that's a pacing issue. Like, action, action, yeah. action, action. And then 30 minutes of me looking at my menus <laughs> to make sure I have the best stuff. And then back to action, 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 action. And it's like, all right, this is, like, a weird pacing issue that I, I don't like that that back and forth that flip it's it's almost kind of some of the times uh reasons that sometimes i don't really like trying to get back into jrpgs yep because if like if i'm playing them that like i'm already uh adjusted to that uh i'm already adjusted to that you know what i'm saying like all right yep. cool like this is what we're gonna do we're gonna go out and do this thing and then i'm gonna come back and check make sure everything's good then we're gonna go out doing more things if i take like a month off and then i have to come back and remember everything that i already set up i don't want to do that like it's i'm already out yeah you know what i mean like it's the whole reason i stopped playing Xenoblade uh, chronicles x because i love that game but i took a month off to play something else and then i was like i'm gonna come back and when i came back i didn't remember like how i set up on my characters and i was like i really don't want to remember all this or yeah. try to like try to make heads or tails of this so i just stopped playing yeah it's a it's a pacing thing like yeah. it's just uh, getting slowed down to that level is uh is a, is just not fun um and i feel like yeah. a lot of people get dropped out of those games and they just never come back in and it's it's just something that a developer has to keep in mind to just keep people going to the end. Cause like I I'm, I'm actually, I'm looking into the Yakuza games. I might get the new one cause it looks kind of fun. I've had a lot of recommendations. I'm like, maybe I'll give this a shot. Um, wait, the RPG one. Yeah. Like a dragon. It, yeah, I don't know why I, I sort of have been interested in it, but I was like, maybe I'll give this a shot. Uh, I hear that it's great, but it's also like long. You know, and I'm like, how yeah. I got to beat this in one shot. And I'm also playing Valorant. I'm still playing Mario 64. I'm currently playing uh, Mario 3D World. I got a lot of games going on. So I'm like, do I want to jump into this now? Do I wait? It's a challenging prospect. So um, it, it just comes with the genre, I think, of games. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, I as far as like, what do I what is my like last thought about it? I just. If you already, if you like enjoy looter shooters, then sure, go ahead and play Outriders. But there's nothing about Outriders right now that makes me feel like it's going to get people who aren't already invested in these type of games to play. Sure. And then there's nothing in Outriders right now that makes me feel like it's going to get the people who are playing one that they already enjoy to play another one. Like, if I'm already deep into Destiny, I'm not going to be looking at Outriders like, yeah, I want to start the journey over again. Yeah. Uh, is the is the demo at least worth a try? I think so. I mean, it's free. Yeah, try it out. You may, maybe, yeah, maybe, maybe this is your thing. It, it wasn't my thing, but it could be your thing. So, yeah. Uh, uh, other than that, um, I got I see a, chest, a question in the chat from Jason saying, "How are, are you yeah. enjoying 3D World, Coney? 3D World is nice. It's uh, a little basic and easy. That's the only like all the levels are only like three minutes long." But it's fine because they're very bite-sized, and I think it's perfect for the Switch because, like, you turn it on, you play a couple levels, and you go. Um, I'm really liking it, but the whole time I'm thinking, like, I, 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 I like this, but it, it, it sort of feels a little aimless. Like, I don't know what it is about these games, and maybe it's just a Mario thing. I just can't have fun to have fun. I always have this feeling in the back of my head, like, what are you doing? You know? <laughs> when a game is too easy... When a game is like is is sort of um, sort of a walk in the park, I just had this feeling like I shouldn't be doing this, and I feel that way about 3D World. I love it; it's amazing; it's very well made, but it's 
it's not it has great ideas and it's extremely creative but like I, I I feel like I'm just holding right and it's not hard you know what I mean I don't know how to describe it my brain is off which is fun to do there are games for that that's a very good thing but I'm also having this feeling of like why why am I playing this you know what I mean um, multiplayer yeah. is a good point yeah multiplayer is like I think the thing that you do I really wanted to play it multiplayer and then the online was terrible so I was like maybe not yeah yeah like a full second uh, behind I don't know why Nintendo keeps doing it <laughs> just it's in a platformer fun. oh you can't do that dude <laughs> it's so stupid like oh man uh, we got a we got a question from Emo. First, he always comes with a question. He says, "Another question from me. How do you feel about RNG and games? Which games do you think benefit from it?" Uh, that's really a game to game basis. Uh, I, I, like R- RNG is part of the part of some games, like you know, actual like roguelikes. You need that. Yeah, roguelikes. Like a, a procedurally generated room is RNG, but like yeah. RNG in a game where it should not be, such as like I don't know, a racing game. Like if I, if, if I was playing Forza. <laughs> And like my car could randomly explode, I would hate that. <laughs> like that sounds funny, but like if I'm a competitive player and I'm about to pass the pass the uh, the uh, finish line and then just boom, oh no! And they chose his car. Oh, I should have known. I should have like your your car just like randomly just the wheel pops off and you're like, oh yeah, there's one in one hundred chance that can happen. Oh okay, <laughs> yeah, that's fine. Sure. Oh, yeah, man. I think it depends on the game. Like, you can't just make a sweeping judgment about it, but... Yeah. Yeah, racing... I, I'm trying to think of the worst... I guess fighting yeah, games... Yeah, you guys are talking about arcade racers. I'm talking about real racers. I'm talking about, like, literal, like... Yeah, Gran Turismo, like, Forza. Like, if it's arcade racing, it's already in the title. It is let it's letting yeah. you know it's about to be silly. But if we're playing some, like, real... Like, if I'm in my, like... You know, T-Pain is in his, like, thing. If I'm in that and I'm actually playing a racing game and my car just explodes in a game like that, no, 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 no. I'm trying to think of, like, what the worst RNG, because I was going to say maybe, like, sports games, but even then it's RNG whether your player usually, like, catches the pass or not, right? Like, you can can sometimes control that, but to a certain level, it's it's like... Well, it's, like, stat-dependent. RNG though, like if yeah. your player's a ninety nine and catching, like there's like a point one percent chance that he'll ever drop the ball, like yeah. you know, unguarded or whatever. But I, I feel like if you're, I'm, we're talking about like real RNG, like I don't know. I'm, I'm now I'm trying to think of like if <laughs> like I'm thinking about fighting games. It's like okay, characters like Faust have RNG, but that's like part right. of the character. But it's not like every character is RNG. So fighting games are sort of balanced. It's it's hard to like. I don't know. That's tough. I think it'd be like RNG would be like if you're playing a soccer game and like one out of ten chances the ball's actually led. Like, <laughs> like <laughs> just breaking a character's leg out there like, oh, no. And then they're injured and they're out for six months. So it's still like a soccer simulator, but it has that arcade piece. That might be a little Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, it depends. It really depends on the game. I actually like RNG for, you know, for uh roguelikes for for one but i like rng for games that will always make it so the rng keeps the game fresh yeah i don't like rng when the rng becomes unfair like that's when i'm like all right this is just not this is very whack rng like the way that everyone thought hero was going to take over like that type of rng uh yeah 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 but obviously that didn't happen but you know but when it first came out that's how everyone thought about rng oh no we should ban it because rng bad rng bad stuff up yeah 
Yeah, if every RNG thing that he had was like mad good, then yeah, I would have been like, this is this ain't it. Yeah. But apparently, there's not enough. There's no hero players out there anyway, so it doesn't matter. Thank goodness you for know. that. I'm glad he's not around. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah. I mean, I think that's about it for us, man. We have one more question for Flappy. Said, "How do you think the stream will go? Considering Coney's here, it might get a little chaotic. I don't know. If that's one of your people. Huh? I don't know what that means. What does that mean? Yeah." I don't, uh, well, I mean, you you are Mr. Content now, I, so. Not, come on. Only sometimes. On, con- it's a hat I put on. Man. It's a hat that I take I put on and take off. You might see it tonight. I think tonight I'm doing uh I'm doing some steam cleaning. I'm playing everything. What is that? List. Grab bag. Oh lord. Yeah, oh, buddy. No. One dollar Polish games. I dig it. I like it. Thank you guys for tuning right. in to Y'all Gaming. Check it out on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. You can check out all past episodes. So definitely check that out. Are you playing? You're doing uh you're doing more uh we're surviving, surviving tonight, tonight, bro. Definitely. Yeah, surviving. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm definitely gonna be uh, big chilling on that, and then uh, tomorrow and for the rest of this week, I will be back on to probably doing two hours of Rocket League and the two hours of Task House. But I, I might end up beating that tonight, to be honest. Like I just be after the light, like the in, uh, night stream, I just sit in bed and play games. <laughs> be getting, I'd be going crazy. So, um, but yeah. So basically, come check out the streams later. Coney's gonna be doing the thing. I'm gonna be doing the thing. Thank you guys for watching. Uh, y'all came in again. We'll be back next week. Most likely getting a chance to talk about Pyra and Mithra. Or at least oh, the, yeah. the, uh, the drop. We don't know if she's going to come out like that day. But at the very least, uh, we will get to see some information. We'll, we'll, know, we'll know what those F-Smashes look like. Because yeah, it's yeah, a Sakurai yeah. demonstration. Oh, so. he loves them. Yeah. <laughs> he, he, loves lo- them. he loves some F-Smashes, I forgot bro. that was even happening, dude. Yeah, okay. So that's happening Thursday. We'll talk about it next week. Thank you guys for tuning in. We'll see you next time. Good night and goodbye. Sugar Ray Leonard, Roberto Duran, Marvelous Marvin Hagler, and Thomas Hearns. Legends, whose four-way rivalry defined one of the greatest eras in boxing history. Relive their decade of dominance in a new Showtime sports documentary, The Kings, a four-part series now streaming on Showtime.